preparing a live session. Okay, I think this is working. Hello there, welcome everyone. Happy Friday again. Um, thanks for tuning in and being here today. It's Sam with another video for you. If you didn't already know, I'm here with author, um, fantasy author Talis Jones to talk about reading, writing, publishing, and more. Hey, Talis, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks <laughs> uh, so for joining us. Um, Talis is a fantasy author and has written a number of different books and series, including a monster-filled tale called the Fifth Sun series. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> but I'll let you tell her. Uh, I'll let her tell you a little bit more about those in a minute. Um, I'm very grateful that Talis has graciously agreed to be here with us today, answering some of our questions. So as always, I have some questions prepared, some things I want to talk about. I've um, you know, looked into your work a little bit before this. Um, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of it. I haven't read it all, but. Um, <laughs> But if you're a fan, a reader, an aspiring author, whatever, and you're watching along, um, or, or maybe just a, a, a friend of Talos, whatever, um, or maybe all the above, post your questions in the chat about reading, writing, publishing, sci-fi, fandom, or any of those topics, because we want to hear from you too. So thanks for listening and post your best questions. Okay, so Talos, um, so usually when I start off these talks, when I, when I kind of get authors doing them in beforehand and such like that, um, I'll ask, and I ask you this, what's kind of the one work you want to focus on. And some people only have like one book out, like their, their debut novel. Um, and you know, that's that's obviously the work they have. And that in itself is a good accomplishment. But when I looked at your website, you have not just multiple books, but multiple series, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> You've been quite prolific um, at, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but relatively young. And and um, that's something that a lot of people haven't accomplished yet. So um, I wonder if you could just give us a quick overview of, well, any of your work, I mean, I mean, the Fifth Sun series, but just maybe a quick overview of some of the other ones too, and tell us all about those for those who aren't familiar. Yeah, sure. Um, I have three finished series, and um, one is Otherworld, and that's like a young adult fantasy series. Um, then I have Walking Shadows, and that is a dystopian sci-fi kind of series, a bit post-apocalyptic. Um, some of it has some Western, like Wild West vibes. Um, and then, yeah, my latest series that I've finished um, publishing this year is Fifth Sun, and that is urban fantasy um, set in Mexico. Okay, wow. And so they're all like fantasy-ish or? Um, yeah, it's all kind of sci-fi fantasy in so that umbrella. One, one, one is dystopian, I guess it's kind of sci-fi. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, I mean, a lot of us like that. I like that. I, I, I think I think the gamut of our viewers and our, and our you know, potential audience are all into that kind of thing. So that's cool. Um, so it's those three series. And then do you, you said three, three finished series. Do you have other things you haven't finished yet? Or like other, other books on the sidelines that aren't part of those series? Yeah, well, that, that's all I have like published, published right now. Um, what I have set up oh, next. Oh, that's all, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's all that's out now. Everything else is like a work in progress. Like that's coming up next, like next year kind of thing. Okay, okay, wow. Well, it sounds like, yeah, I, I mean, You've got quite a lot out of there, and, and I mean, there's what? Is there are there five books in the Fifth Son, and and yeah, there's five. five yeah, there's five books in Fifth Son, and then there's five books in Walking Shadows, plus yeah. like two novellas and some short stories, and then uh, the fantasy one has is just a trilogy. That's just so that's still like thirteen full length novels that you've published at at a young age. That's awesome. Uh, many of us haven't done one or two yet, so. You are, you're making it, it sounds like. That's really cool. You're living the dream. I mean, I'll let Sorry. you speak later, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You are well on, on the journey, it sounds like, and doing things that many of us haven't. So that's really cool. Congratulations to you. Um, 
I want, I'm curious, how did you get interested in sci-fi fantasy in the first place? What are the books or movies or stories or whatever that inspired you? Um, a lot of, well, probably the things that are in common with a lot of people because I grew, up, I grew up with Harry Potter. Yeah, okay. That was my whole childhood. Um, you know, Chronicles of Narnia, classic. Yeah. And like my dad introduced me to Star Wars. So I've always been kind of in that world. And I mean, it's just so much more fun than, than real life. <laughs> those are the common ones I hear from a lot of people. I mean, those plus, you know, Lord of the Rings and stuff, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. They're, that's because they're, they're the, the big ones that, yeah. that have affected so many people because they're good. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Any specific, any others? I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've read a lot, but like any any that you maybe not as, not as many people would know. Oh gosh, I mean, not like originally. Okay. Originally, I start out with all the big, you know, the big name ones. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, you know, and then after that, as you get older, you kind of find out your own things. And you know, like Hunger Games came out; that was great. They had a whole yeah. big kind of young adult run for a while of books and movies coming out with the Hunger Games, Maze Runner. Oh, yeah like they had all that stuff coming out and that was fun so it's a, it's, it's a good generation it's, it's been, a good, been a good time to be a reader or a, a nerd if that term still applies yeah. to sci-fi fantasy <laughs> fans yeah great time for that um what about like not just not just ones you've enjoyed although that, that too but are there any authors or creators who have like specifically inspired you who who you've tried to emulate either consciously or subconsciously in your writing anyone that you, who you would say is I don't know, maybe, maybe an inspiration to you or has has like been the basis for some of your creative ideas? Um, I don't know anyone specifically. It's kind of just taking inspiration by being like reading all these books and stuff and feeling like they're real. They're so close to being real and mm -hmm. wanting to do something like that. Um, so no one like necessarily specific like this inspired me to write this right right right. but just that kind of feeling and, and that kind of thing and kind of learning there's no bounds you know you can do whatever you want so yeah yeah that's cool that's cool it's like the whole thing of not being confined to reality and just being mm -hmm. able to use your imagination what are you reading right now anything interesting oh sorry what my connection was funky all right what are you reading right now anything oh. interesting <laughs> um yeah I was well actually I don't know I have I started um well I haven't started I have are you one of those, are you one of those people who, who like read, reads multiple books at a time or do you have just one and you gotta have to finish it sometimes but mostly I kind of just fixate on one and I'm stuck right. in it forever because right. I just finished um the newest Mercy Thompson book by Patricia Briggs which is like urban fantasy and then my book club it, we're reading the Demon King or whatever I don't know yeah by what's the name? Cinda Williams Chima? I don't know how to say it. I haven't read it, so I mean, it's a fantasy. Yeah. Okay, I'm not familiar. I mean, it, it, it looks like one of those. It's like, maybe looks also, um, is, it, is it a young adult? Um, I think it's young adult. Yeah, it, it, it looks like, like like a series, like some of those series we were just talking about, Hunger Games or Maze Runner, yeah. Yeah, it looks good, so we'll see. Okay, okay. but fantasy is, is fantasy sci-fi is usually your genre. Yeah, that's my main. That's my main. I read pretty much any subgenre in that as well. I think the only things I just I tend not to read is like nonfiction. I don't read a lot of that. I read some, and then um, I don't really enjoy horror or like sad books. You know what I mean? Like the authors that are like, I'm gonna write books that just make you cry, and that's the point. I don't like those. <laughs> escapism, for, yeah. You, you, you need some positive escapism in your life. I get that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big horror person. I, I, I make some exceptions, but mm -hmm. but it's not my big thing either. 
Um, so I get it. Yeah. Um, well then, okay. If you weren't inspired by any particular author, I wonder if you could tell us like what inspired you that maybe right Fifth Son because I think um, you said that's like Monsters in Mexico. Is that, yeah. Is that, I, yeah, um, it's like kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I read um, and you have some Mexican Mexican heritage, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was um, can you tell us about 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 that? Like, was that based on on you know your your life or your experiences or just just you you know your your cultural knowledge at all? Yeah, um, that was I had a friend who a friend that convinced me to go back and like watch the Vampire Diaries, like the show, <laughs> and um, and I was kind of watching it and I was thinking like there's tons of vampires and werewolves and paranormal and all that kind of stuff out there, but it all seems to be based for the most part on like European myths, and mm-hmm. I thought it'd be interesting to do some other origin, you know, for that yeah. kind of thing. So then I thought Mexico because that's where my mom's from. So, you know, that felt like natural and they have tons of myths that kind of fall into that same category as well. So yeah. I thought it'd be fun. Take this popular fun genre, but set it somewhere different, you know, and yeah. explore all that. So, okay, that's cool. Did you, um, did you have to like do research into what their myths actually are? I mean, I mean they're, they're, some of that culture and stuff. Yeah, some of it I kind of knew just from my mom, cool. or, you know, whatever, but like uh, some stuff I ended up researching more of to get more of those details to kind of fuse it with my fictional culture that I put in there, you know, like, because there's magic and all this stuff. So right. it's kind of a fusion. Okay, but you still say it's it's less um, less horror, more fantasy? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. Um, so is it more more like... Um, you said it's like is it the monsters is it like vampires werewolves or something like that um um it's like it's that kind of category um instead of them just being vampires or werewolves they have different names and names, stuff okay, like okay. that you know and so but like yeah like the whole witches and magic and that kind of That's stuff true. the first book is called uh, it, well if i remember my high school spanish well enough the first book is revenge de los muertos which is revenge of the, uh, of the, of the dead so is it yeah. like zombies or pseudo zombies um, Almost. Yeah, a little bit. It takes place um, on the Day of the Dead. Well, like not the whole book, but it's around that season and kind of the climax is Day of the Dead, that holiday. So I kind of tied in some of that holiday and the traditions with what's going on in the plot and like the bad guys and what's going on. So. Okay, cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I hesitate just just kindly throw out, oh, I'm going to add that to my TBR pile because you know how how big oh. T-Piles get, but that's not interesting. Yeah, yeah, so so I, I, do, I do want to keep it in mind. Um, I'm getting a few comments from the from the chat. Um, just um, our friend, I, I think our mutual friend, Sarah, actually I've, I've had her on, on here before, Sarah Blackwell, yeah. um, says she doesn't like sad books either or or horror too much. So I think we're hitting our hitting our audience just right. Um, but she said she loved the series, like, um, your series, I guess, and the fact that you were outside of the box makes it so unique and cool so there you Thank go you. yeah that's a there's, a there's a live review from, from another author there you go um <laughs> yeah um thanks for watching and, and, and i mean we're, we're, still, we're still going but like continue asking your questions in the chat and um and we will you know keep this going um i'll shift gears a little bit um we talked about writing styles and just you know review of your genres and stuff um now i know a lot of us kind of have the, the dream of you know, making it as a published author, whatever that means. Um, 
but a lot of us are not there yet. And, and, and you know, um, many public, I'd say probably most public authors these days still have, you know, jobs and definitely lives and things like that. So um, tell us what, what occupies you during the day besides just writing and then how do you find the time or the balance to devote to so much writing and editing? Well, fortunately, unfortunately, I have a lot of time um, yeah. on my hands right now because it's kind of like, well, fortunately, because a lot of my jobs previously are like, I can, like right now I'm actually dog sitting. Cool. <laughs> so it's stuff like that um, where it's very flexible schedules. So, I mean, I can write, as long as there's a computer with me, I can work yeah. on it. I mean, and the dogs are being quiet enough or don't need to oh, go out yeah. yeah yeah you know so it's kind of like I tend to have jobs like that so it makes it easier to have the time but um yeah I have to usually have to do it like first thing in the morning because I'm a morning person but also like if, it, if I wait until like after lunch I mean my brain's just done <laughs> yeah no that's that makes sense I I wish I could do that I, I I have to go to work in the morning so I can't always do that but I I feel like I would be the freshest if I was writing in the morning yeah yeah then, um, I mean, this is kind of getting into, into later questions, maybe, but like, are um, with, with the books you published, like, are, are, are you able to, with, with your published books and like dog sitting pretty much, is, is that like making a living for you? If, 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 if I can add, if you don't mind me asking. Not yet. I wish. I mean, I used to do, because I had like multiple jobs, like doing like um, social media for companies and website stuff. Like I had a kind of a lot of stuff that you can do remotely. And right, right, right. But you know, then there's like COVID and all these kind of things dried up. So for a loop, yeah. Yeah. So not at the moment. Okay. <laughs> but you know, we'll see. Okay. Well, yeah, you're on the journey like the rest of us. I mean, yep. maybe in some ways further along, but I mean, I didn't want to assume or you know, pry too deep into financial things. But I, but I was, I was like, it's. I mean, it sounds like you're, um, you're, you're able to devote a lot of time to that, and you've put out a lot of content. So. So that's awesome. Well, they, say, they say how they have that thing like 20 to 50K or whatever. Like followers? Or, or... Like, they say like if you publish 20 books by then you make 50,000 and I'm like, okay, well that sounds like something that might work for romance authors. Mm. <laughs> but um, I can dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the ratio is. I, I know it's hard to make a living unless you've, you've hit it big. Um, I mean, you know, unless you're like... Um, Brandon Sanderson, or you know, who is a romance author? Stephanie Meyer. Well, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't go there. Maybe maybe we won't compare it to her. But but um, <laughs> yeah, I know it, it takes time, it takes effort, and then it takes some luck too. I mean, I mean, there are lots of good, very good authors who, for whatever reason, don't make it big, um, as big as everyone else. It's just I, I don't you know. I haven't learned the secret yet. I, if I had, I'd I'd probably be there, and I'm not yet. So so yeah. But you're you're on the journey. That's, that's cool. Um, so I'm glad you have the time to devote to it. I mean, I mean, I know sometimes it's like more time equals less money. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, that's the curse of the, uh, of life. You anyway. But cool. Um, yeah. So and you, and you shared your part of the process, like like you that's right in the mornings, and that you have that flexibility there. That's that's good. Not everyone has that. Um, what are your biggest struggles with the craft of writing or editing? Or usually, when I ask people that their biggest struggle, struggle they, they they say like time management, uh, which is why I kind of ask that question first. But like, as far when it comes to the actual craft of writing or either writing or the writing process, which includes editing and stuff, what do you think is the hardest part for you and your stories? 
Um, I'm a bit of a more of I'm more of a plotter than a panster. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, you know, and that of course I work so hard on this outline, and and of course once I'm writing it, it the characters do what they want. But you know, <laughs> um, but I like to have it figured out, and then I get really frustrated sometimes, like in the middle sections. You know, that's the heart because it's like I know how it starts, I know how it ends, and sometimes figuring out how to connect the two, you know, gets a little frustrated yeah. so do you typically make like an outline beforehand then yeah <laughs> okay. i do that too or at least a rough outline but then things veer off from your outline so so like when you were a series did, did you begin it already knowing like where you wanted the series to go like all five books or or do you just kind of take one book at a time or start it off and then see where it goes yeah, I have I have a general idea for the whole series, like where I want it to begin and end. And then I know at least like I kind of write down like a word vomit, like idea, you know, blurb for each book of the general gist of what's going to happen and what point I want the characters to be at for each one. So I might not have like every chapter figured out at the very beginning, but I know where it's going. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's good. That's kind of what I do too. I'm, I'm, I'm like I I can picture the end. I don't know all the all the details of how we get there, but I can picture where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, now you said um, you said being a plotter, or, or I asked you kind of the, the hard part. So you said being a plotter, but then the, the hard part is like things don't stick to your plan, is, and and things take off a, a life of their own. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's usually for the better when they take a life of their own. Right deviate it's usually for the better but of course then i have to go back and because now some of my outline doesn't work anymore so you to revise things you're like behave children yeah you know, yeah <laughs> let your characters and then, and then they don't um yeah. you get frustrated when the plan doesn't come quite together and, and i mean often it's for the better there, there's that balance of flexibility there now i, I understand i'm also a um yeah i'm also a planner but um but yeah, um, it, it's um, it's a balance there. Um, Sarah said she's not getting, any, or sorry, no, someone Richard said he's not getting any audio. I hope it's been fixed now. Um, I I did turn it on mute for like two seconds. Well, I, I turned myself on mute, but um, but I think they should have still heard you. But um, can, can people at home, people watching, can you hear us? Thumbs up if you can hear us, because I think it's working. I thought it, I thought it was, but okay. Um, hopefully everyone can hear. I mean, people have been commenting so far, so maybe the problem is just on one person's end. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you shared about um, the hard part for you. Then, then what is the one thing? Well, hopefully more than one thing, but like, what's um, what's the what do you think is one of the major strengths of your story, or what's the one thing that your books do really well? Oh, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> I think, at least for me, I like. I think I get everything's moving, you know, and, and each chapter moves, everything's moving, something's happening. It kind of keeps that energy. This is your chance to sell it and really, really make people want to read it. So, so yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I, I have had some people say they don't like that. They want to, they want it to be a lot, a little, like they want it to be slower. They're like, well, I want more description. What were they feeling? What were like every moment? Like, what did they eat? Who are they eating with? What did they think about they ate? And to right. me, I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fast paced. Um, uh, I'm curious, fast-paced, minimalist description. I'm, I'm curious, like, about how long is each one of your novels? Like, how many words, roughly? Let me think. They're usually, 
they're usually somewhere between like 360 to 400 pages. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I know, um, like my friends who have gotten published and I'm, I've, I've talked to an agent, so I'm trying to get that out. They, they've told me to target like maybe a hundred thousand to 120,000 words and, or something like that. And, uh, my initial draft was much longer than that. So I'm now trying to kind of cut it down. Um, but yeah, um, so, so, so when you, when you say that, I, I assume that three to 400 pages is the average length. I'm not sure exactly what it comes so, to. Especially for like young adult, I think. And that's yeah. most of what I write, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good length, but yeah, you're not, not going to get bogged down in all the descriptions. Cause then you'd be like, I don't know, J.R. Tolkien or, or. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Tolkien. <laughs> maybe, maybe Robert Jordan. Um, I mean, his, his books are long because it's because they have so many subplots, but um, in so many different character threads, but yeah. Okay. Is it mostly like one character or one group of characters who you follow? Yeah, I think so. For the most part, I don't have a lot of like following different groups um there's a little in the fifth sun series it's told from two points of view so for okay. that you might be in two different places for some of it but yeah not, not too much trouble with like the, you know all these different characters in different places yeah. but yeah that, that that can make a novel a lot longer yeah, yeah, yeah. an ensemble cast um what was it like doing two narrators um is, is it um is it hard to like switch back and forth and get yourself in the mindset um I don't, I, no, go away, Andy. <laughs> My brother's calling me. Anyway, no, um, no, it was good. It was um, it was interesting, but I the reason because I hadn't actually done alternating. Oh no, I have. I lied. My fantasy series, I kind of dance around, but um, a little bit. But um, for this one specifically, was kind of more getting into each character specific rather than. I don't describe it. Anyway, it was fine. It was fun. It was, um, it gave you more terrain, I guess, and more perspectives to write from, um, which I think was a good thing. And I think just because I knew the characters so well, it actually was easier than I thought it would be to write from their different points of view. Okay, that's good. That's awesome. I mean, knowing the character is a big part of, of doing fiction well. I mean, even in what we would call, you know, yet adult genre commercial fiction you still want to have well-developed characters who are who kind of drive the story so that's really cool so you know your characters well and you um and you're you, you move fast paced so yeah awesome um so hey so anyone out there if you want fun fast-paced fantasy this is the place to come so keep that in mind um is there a Maybe, maybe some, something you've learned from writing or just maybe a writing tip you can offer that for, for aspiring authors that most people overlook or may not know? Um, I mean, it's hard because I feel like there's so much good advice out there and help. Um, like I really, even, even if you're like a fly by the seat of your pants type of writer, I do still think having even the bare bones of an outline is a good idea, you know, just some direction. <laughs> It'll save you so much time with rewrites and editing and ugh. So I, I still think that's a really good idea. Even if you're like, I'm not, you know, a planner or a plotter, um, I would still recommend it. The other thing, which is maybe not super writing specific is more the mental preparation for like publishing your book. Because I feel like you work so hard on it. Obviously you think you have an amazing idea. You know, you love your story. 
And sometimes I think, you know, writers go out there, publish their book and they're like, I'm going to sell tons of copies and do so well, you know, and then, and then that doesn't usually happen as much as you might want. And yeah. you, might, you might just think like, oh, no one likes it. And it's, you know, oh, what a waste of time, a terrible book. And that might not be the case at all. It's just, you know, to mentally prepare for like, this is the game, you know, it's how it works. Mm -hmm. So just keep going. Good advice. Uh, I, I did want to ask you about your publishing process. We, we can get back to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's, I know we have that mindset of making it big and it doesn't always happen at least, you know, if it, if it does, it's not overnight usually, yeah. Um, Sarah in the comments asked about, um, she's curious when the audiobook of Revenge de los Muertos comes out or if you have an idea of the timeline there. She said she's super excited. I'm excited. Um, it is, it's all recorded and it's with the audio engineer. So we're hoping November, it'll come out this coming okay. November, hopefully very so soon. soon. Okay, very soon, cool. Well, let's look, look out for that. Um, I'll ask you again later just so everyone's clear, but like, where, where do you have your audiobooks? Can people find them through your website? Um, they will be. So this is the first audiobook I'll have out there. Oh, cool. um, and so, yeah, I'm gonna, this one will be available wide. So like you can hopefully request it from your library and get it wherever you listen to audiobooks. Wow, okay. Very cool, yeah. We'll come back to that because I, I definitely want to give you a chance to promote it and tell everyone where to find your works um, if they haven't already. I, th I think I put your web website in the chat description too, but we'll say it again before the end of the, of the video. Um, but I wanted to ask you, um, I guess we'll shift gears and keep asking questions, keep making comments in the, in the chat, this is great. But um, can you tell us about your publishing process? First of all, um, did you do self-publisher traditional? And um, you know, how did you navigate that? How did you know which path was best for you? How did you figure some of that out? Can you talk to that? Yeah, so I'm self-published. Um, I started out with like querying, you know, the traditional yeah, route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I did that with the first book of my first series. And, you know, after like a couple years of just, no one was really interested. And and it's also hard too, because it, they're looking at the market, they're a business. So if you didn't write something that they think is gonna be like a, a trending topic in like two years, then they're not gonna be that interested a lot of times. Um, and I just felt like, you know, I gave it time, but I just felt like, well, I worked so hard on it. I don't see why I should just throw it away and you move on, you know? And I, you know, so I just went back and, figured out more editing on my own and, and how to do covers, how to do all this stuff. And I published it on myself. And then, you know, and then I tried that, I think, for the first book in the next series. And again, and I'm not surprised, it was kind of a niche story. And so I did it myself. And also, I kind of started figuring out how much more freedom and control you have when you self-publish. I've been you hearing, yeah, you, you retain more of the profits. I mean, the the downside is you you have to do more work like I guess all the work yourself yeah. but I know I mean with even traditional publishers they want you to do some of some some of the work these days of self-promotion I mean again unless you're like Stephen King or something and and you already have a reputation and your work speaks for itself you've got to you've got to do a lot of that hustle um so I get it now that's that's a wise decision um did you like when it comes to editing, did you hire an editor or did you hire a cover designer or did you figure out some of that out yourself? 
So for my cover design, um, my brother does graphic design and stuff. So <laughs> he helped me out with that. I kind of, I take a paper and I sketch out my idea and I, you know, put little arrows of what I'm supposed to be because I'm not an amazing artist, um, you know, and then he kind of takes that and, and puts together the cover. Um, so that was, that was fortunate for me because he could help me with that. And then um, also, because at the, at first, like I couldn't, afford to hire all the you know different editors and um all the different you know cover designers and all this stuff that yeah. you know it's expensive and i just couldn't afford it so for editing i had to figure that out myself like i went through it so many times i had beta readers to try and yeah. help yeah no i know and I've, I've stumbled through that or i've wondered about that myself when, when it's like you want to um you know you want to you want to take, take the effort to make it good but if you're not a success, a, a successful yet how do you have the money and stuff like that yeah. Spend all this. Um, I know, I mean, I mean, professional editors are not cheap and they're worth it because they're professionals, mm -hmm. but they're still not cheap. If you have a, they, they try to write a word and you have a hundred thousand word or more novel, it's it's a lot. So I get that. Now, beta readers are a, are a great place to to go. Um, is your brother like, 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 does he have like a, like, like, like does he do graphic design for other, other people or is he just kind of helping you out on the side? Um, I want to I want to promote him too if if he needs it. Yeah. Yeah, he has like a company called like Stale Jive, um, just so random to me. But anyway, uh, but I know like right now he's on a pause, but he does like for companies um, like the Carolina Surf brand and um, like coffee shops. Like he'll work with them working with logos, oh. web design, stuff like that. So he does do it, um, but not necessarily books. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking if he was doing other authors, I was going to refer them to him. But but if he if it was more so a one time thing for for his sister, that's fine. That's cool. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you have that. That's a cool. Connection. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he does a good job. So I'm yeah. like, hey, might as well offer this. So yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I know we talked about um, self about how um, you mentioned your publishing mentality and and you know how how you don't um, don't necessarily you know. When you publish, it's, especially self-published, it's not like you're a, an overnight sensation. It's not like you're a national bestseller right away. I mean, hopefully you made some progress, but you're prepared, you know, um, you don't have, I mean, I think you've done decently, but but it's not like, it's, it's not like you're an instant success from just being public. Like that's that's the goal. And I know, I know many of us have thought that, and, and of course we have to get out of that mentality, but like, Maybe at one time it was true that you know once you publish you're like oh you're you're you know your um your book's out there people know you but yeah. it still still takes a lot of work yeah um, it does and I just see I just see authors sometimes you know like their debut and they're so excited about it and then it it mm -hmm. publishes and then they feel so let down and I'm like this is normal actually like it doesn't mean it's not good you know just wait it yeah. out. Yeah, but I saw like a, at least one post you had put like like you found a, a local bookstore with some of your books in it, and you mentioned getting them into libraries and stuff. So, I mean, that, those are these signs of some success, um, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited because um, trying to get into libraries and making that connection is great, and then um, with the local bookstores, you know, finding out if they're open to self-published because I will say that's changed because there are some they were not interested in self-published authors anything like that they were even kind of suspicious of like small press or whatever and that has changed so much you know over the years and now they're recognizing like actually there's a lot of really good books out there you know and 
So they're more open to it. And that's great because, I mean, people that go into a bookstore are there to look for books. Right, right. It's the best place to sell your book. So if you can get it into like local bookstores, I mean, I think that helps a lot. Oh, for sure. That's great. Um, I was going to ask, do you... um, Oh, just I'm kind of wondering, like, what what have you done as far as... um, marketing engaging the audience self-promotion that kind of thing i know it's not everyone's strong suit but it's it's part of the game now for better or for worse so um what have you done on, in that front yeah i i'm on well for most of it's social media like i'm on you know facebook twitter instagram TikTok, like you know pinterest whatever i'm on all the things and i try to stay active and posting and all of that it's kind of exhausting but it works yeah. Just enough to keep you doing it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 in that boat too, and I haven't even published yet. I'm trying to build an audience for, for I'm, I'm I'm hoping to start querying in the new year, and I'm hoping to try to build an audience now. But I'm like, it's yeah. it's a lot to keep up with. I, I, I realized myself, like, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I mean, not really, but I I I I graduated high school over like over ten years ago, and I realized like Facebook is pretty much the one place I go for my personal social media, like just just for me me to actually socialize. The rest of the, the the social media that I have, I started them mostly to promote and connect with authors and stuff. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> and then so. of course these apps keep changing, and then I have to relearn yeah. it. And, and I'm like, and, and you have to get on the the new thing. And I, yeah. I, I like there was a time I said I wouldn't do TikTok, and then and then I was like, okay, I'll give it a try because that's what people are. And I'm, I'm I'm on there. I'm not sure if I'm if I'm if I'm doing it right, but but um, yeah. Yeah, I just you know it's kind of like almost like just throwing something at a wall and seeing what sticks. To right, right, like. yeah, but but it's a, it's a battle of getting your name out there. Um, I mean, I, I, I work now for a nonprofit, but I work kind of adjacent to their marketing team. So so I have learned a few things. Not, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means. I've learned a few things from my work and just w- listening to like podcasts of some of the marketing experts talk and, and you know, they, 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 you know it's, it's playing the long game. It's getting your name out there. Um, Again, it's you know, um, unless you're like the the one percent who gets lucky, it's not an overnight sensation. Um, or, or or they say you know, you work you 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 work hard for five years, ten years, so then you can succeed overnight or whatever. But, but yeah, 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 that's what it is. But you're 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 on the journey. You're 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 doing it. Um, and for audiobooks, did you also I guess hire someone like 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 you you've had a professional person to go to. Yeah, that that I had to I had to hire people for. Um, I I just I don't know I don't know if I like the sound of my voice enough and if I could do a good enough job to do it myself and figure all that out. So, but I will say that worked out through TikTok. Oh, cool. Because um, there are people that are you know they're trying to be audiobook narrators and they're on TikTok okay. and they're like. Cool. Yeah. And they're like, well, we need material to show people what we can do. And so they're like sort of collaborating with like authors, you know, so you, I had some of them just read little snippets from my books. And from that, I kind of was like, oh, I like, I like how you, you know, whatever. And then you work out how to work together. And so that was, that was a surprising um, connection that happened over TikTok. Okay. Very cool. Well, I think your voice sounds fine, but yeah, still got to go with the professionals sometimes. Um, no, I, I mean, I mean, it's it's you know, it's rare to have one person who can, who, who, who can do all. I mean, I mean, maybe two. Like, if if you're a writer, you're probably not also a graphic designer, and if you are, you're probably not also an audiobook narrator. Um, so, so I get it. But um, no, those people are all out there. 
I just recently joined Instagram, um, and and I mean, because um, I also, someone also told me, I think I think it was the last guest I had on here, um, a commerce that she told me like um, that's a good place to go to connect with authors and stuff, and and I have like lots of people immediately reaching out to me and being like, hey, can, can I can I review your book and 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 all this stuff, and I'm like, my my book isn't even finished yet. I'm just trying to build an audience, but um, those people are out there, you know, ready and eager to help. I mean. Again, you get a lot of requests, um, or you know, there's 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 many of them trying to get into the industry, just like we are. So you may have to filter through to find find the ones you want to work with. But that's really cool. Okay. Um. So yeah. Um. Do, will you do audio books for the, or will they do them for your other books too? You said this, this is your first one coming out. Yeah, this is the first one. Um. We'll see how it goes. I have a lot of people that have said like they're too busy to sit down and read and. They are more into audiobooks, and so yeah. that's they're like I'd like to read your stories, but I just I'm an audiobook person these What's days. The these days, I mean, not just for you, but for all books. That's that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, hopefully it does well, and I'd like to you know at least finish that series because I think that would drive me nuts to only have one audiobook for the you know and not finish the series. So I would like to, but you know all this stuff it'll take time just because it's pretty expensive. But you know, ideally. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, where are your books available? I know people can go to your website, um, which is what, talisjones.com or is it? Uh, yeah, it's like talisjonesofficial.com. Talisjones was taken. Gotta watch out for those, those you know, Talis Jones knockoffs out there. It's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, my book. Yeah, what? sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Having a last name, like having like a common last name is not always a good, good thing for you there, but yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. I was gonna say, my books are, um, they're, I mean, they're available on Amazon, of course, um, you know, and right now that's pretty much the only place unless it's one of the local bookstores that yeah. has it um, or a library. You're in, and, you're in North, North Carolina, South Carolina? Yeah, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay, so if you live in North Carolina, go, go check them out. Um, just curious, do you know like, how many bookstores have them or how far it's reached? Uh, right now they're at two bookstores because I just started doing it this year to, because awesome. you know, I looked, like I said, I looked before and I just was like, well, they don't want them, whatever. And then I finally thought, you know what, I should check again. And now their policies are kind of changing. So I have them in two bookstores, they're like one in Davidson, North Carolina, one in Kannapolis, North Carolina. And there's a few more on my um, list to go down and reach out to and, cool. you know. Awesome. Okay, well, yeah, you're here to hear your folks, if, you, if you're ever, if you're, if you're out in those cities in North Carolina, check out Talos's books. I'm, um, I think I told you, I'm from, I'm from the East Coast, I'm from Virginia, but I, I live in Texas now. So, but, 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 I don't know. so I don't I don't know if I'll be passing through North Carolina anytime soon, but I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to keep an eye out if I, if, if I do. Um, Sarah said, as a busy mom, audiobooks are so great for getting reading in. So mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are trending that way, um, you know, especially, you know, moms, working people, people who have a long commute to work, which I guess is maybe less common than it used to be with COVID, but when people working from home, but still, um, it's a good it's a good option to consider. So, yeah, that's awesome that you're doing that. Okay, um, I have a few more questions. So, I mean, I mean, we're not we're not finishing this moment, but but um, we're maybe 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 starting to get come to the end. So, any more questions or comments for Talos, put them in the chat. Um, we'll hear from you and um, you know hear some of her wisdom and experience. Um, I wanted to ask. What do you have in the works like, currently or for the future? You, um, you mentioned some some possible things you're thinking of for the future. Um, and, and, you know, it sounds like you're not done with with your wedding career by any means. So, like, 
what what else is blooming from Talos? Uh, what I'm working on right now is like a sort of space opera cool. sci-fi book. So I am immediately interested. Yes, I know. I'm a big um, Star Wars guy, so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited um, to do that, and it's sort of inspired by um, the Little Mermaid, and okay. and I like that because most people are like that sounds insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and no, there's not going to be fish in space. I was thinking, um, I mean, obviously there are water plants in space, but so, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, explain it. No, 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 it's good. It's like, it's just, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying it's usually most people just take it literally like there's mermaids floating in space. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, oh, it won't be that literal and inspired. It's just inspired. But some of the themes and some of the character types or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds interesting. I mean, I'm a, I'm a space opera guy. Okay. Do you know, like, um, title, timeline, anything, or, or is that too far, too far ahead to say? Yeah, um, I want it to come out in this, I w- ideally it would be ready for sometime in the spring next year, okay. but we will see. I am going to be trying to wrap it up, the, the draft, um, with the NaNoWriMo this year. Okay, cool, cool. So, when you say next year, you mean 2023? So yeah, 2023. The spring is still like only six months away or something like that. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. For, 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 <laughs> but, no. That's that's cool. I mean, I mean, I guess some of that's also about being at your own pace because I, because like, if it was a big publisher, I, I feel like you, you couldn't guarantee anything like that in the next six months. But if you're at your own pace and and I mean, you know, if you have the time to write and edit and design it, um, and you you've learned through experience about how long these things take, then then you can say things like that. So that's cool. I'd like to. We don't know. It might be pushed to the summer, but yeah, yeah. But hey. 2023 uh, space opera yeah. from Talos. Okay, no no title yet. I'm just curious. I don't know. Uh, right now, the title I have for it is the Silent Siren. Okay. So that's where it's at right now, but we'll see. Okay, keep us posted. Yeah, um, we'll check that out at um, I guess your website and other places too mm-hmm. to figure that out. Um, Talos, where can people follow you, you and your work online if they've heard about you today and they want to know more? Uh, and I, I know you mentioned you, you know all these different social networks. Can you give us your handle on most or all of them, the ones that you're active on? Yeah. Um, so you can find all the links on my website. So that's kind of the hub. But talisjonesofficial.com. Yep. And like uh, my handle is usually like at Talis Jones or at Talis Jones Official, if the other okay. one was taken. But yeah, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, and then like Pinterest and Goodreads and BookBub and all that other stuff. But. Okay. On Facebook, you have a you know like an, an author page as well as just your personal account. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did that too. Um, I th- I think I've put the website name here in the chat or here in the video description. But if you didn't see it for whatever reason, talisjonesofficial.com, and then just search for Talis Jones on whatever networks you're on, and you'll find her. And go to Amazon, look for her books, or go to North Carolina and look for her birth, her books. <laughs> but um, Sarah said she thinks your um the silent siren idea sounds so fun. So we're looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I don't see any more questions for, from anyone in the chat. So um, we had, had a good discussion. Anything else you want to say, Talos, for the people watching at home? Any last, shouldn't say any last words, but, but last minute thoughts or, 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 or whatever. Um, no, just, you know, thanks for watching and listening and potentially reading my books. So, you know, oh, and if you read, um, if you could leave a review, that would be wonderful. <laughs> It makes an author's day to have a review left or, or, I mean, I assume just 
have someone reach out to you on social media and say, hey, you if they liked it. So yeah. so yeah, please do that. I mean, I mean especially in, in the era of because people trying to make connections and trying to um, you know try trying to build an audience. Um, if you liked it, reach out and let, let them know. So that's a, always a good thing to do. Okay, well, tell us. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Um, thanks everyone at home for watching and 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 listening and all that stuff um, for being here with us today and just learning more about the the journey um, of authorhood. You can like my page, Samuel N. Harris, for future discussions and content for writers, or sign up for my mailing list at the Chippermaker link in the description there. When you sign up, you'll get a free sample of Fractured Heroes, which is my story and a few of my favorite scenes that I think you'll enjoy. And of course, go check out Talos's work too at her website, on social media, at Amazon, um, wherever you find books. So thank you for watching today, um, everyone. Thank you, Talos, for being here with us. Have a great weekend and keep writing, keep doing your thing. <laughs> Bye. Bye.